Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On the show today, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we've also got It's Friday, Larson. Did you oh, have you been right. reviewing the notes from the friendos as to how to better approach these interviews notes. with Paul Levesque, Triple H? He's zooming in again today. I'm aware of that. I'm not aware of any notes, however, to talk about all oh, the friendos have been sending these notes mm. in left and right. No, I haven't got anything on how to further your relationship. No, no, I'm going in right. Zero You're notes. the liaison to, to Triple H. I'm aware of he's going to be no he's, he's zooming into he's zooming into preview Smackdown. So. While we do the show, maybe if you can uh, uh, review those notes, that'd be great. Uh, we've also got on today's show uh, Corey Graves shooting hard on theories, money in the bank cash, and actually the biggest. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss the Elias notes in there too because Elias was actually seemingly shooting on that shit. Yeah. He had some words to say about Austin theories failed failed cash in. Uh, we had a CM Punk appearance first time publicly doing something yeah. since brawl out uh but first let's talk about this hands Bra- 
hands. Braun Strowman might uh, might be catching some hands backstage at the WWE. He's only been back there for a couple months. Larson. Two months. A little bit more than two months. But he's apparently already, he's already got some backstage heat. According to Fightful Select, it all stems from his recent tweet where he put over his match against Amos at Crown Jewel and in the process talked crap about flippy wrestlers who may or may not be bagging your groceries at Kroger. Kroger. And he tagged Kroger, too, which is, you know, that's a shot. Uh, source Fightful spoke to thought that Braun's tweets were a, quote, immature approach by Strowman. Another source who said they'd never do a flip in their life. We need them, those flippy wrestlers, and they need us. They, we need them to bag our groceries, and they need us to buy those groceries. I'm joking. They said wrestling is everything. There's very truly, uh, there's very little that's truly right and wrong. He didn't come up in the business doing the things that a lot of those people did, so he probably doesn't understand. So what Braun Strowman is playing off as, hey, is a joke. Relax. People seem to be taking this to heart, man. What do you think about all that? I mean, this isn't the first time that Braun Strowman has seemingly tried to uh, uh, irritate the IWC, if you will, mm -hmm. um, and in the process maybe irked uh, some of the people in the locker room <clears throat> uh, in WWE. I mean, I, just, I don't know. It just kind of seems like what's what's what is Braun really getting out of tweeting stuff like this? Lols. I mean, he just need to sit on his phone and look at all the the, the mentions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's how he laughs. He goes to the locker room, and maybe people are like, "It's broad." He talks crap on Twitter. Like what? Like he yeah. does? He walk in the locker room and not feel any tension? Aren't I funny? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why I made Braun laugh like Seth Rogen there, but I kind of did. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I just don't know. Like it really? If it's just sim simply where you know he's he's sitting on the toilet, you know, and he he tweets out some stuff and looks at his mention and just entertain himself. <laughs> while he's doing number two. Oh, man, I, like, don't, I don't know. know. You know, dude, to get into the head of these of these wrestlers sometimes, especially guys that are kind of polarizing like Braun Strowman, I mean, even if Braun was like the, the perfect upstanding citizen, he's going to get criticism levied his way because he's a certain type of wrestler that some people might think are, is, is a relic from the past. Big dude who doesn't move particularly well, although for his size. He moves Braun pretty can, well for his size. Yeah, He can do some pretty cool stuff. So I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, the, the criticism some of these wrestlers get levied at them, especially some of the more outsized personalities, you see how it affects them. I mean, we've seen like Seth Rollins will get has in the past, not so yeah. much anymore, but no, in the really past anymore. has been pretty defensive when it comes to sort of towing the company line and, and, and expressing himself in the face of fan criticism. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to jump on Seth for that. That being said, he gets a ton, especially at the time when it was like, oh, God, nobody wants to see babyface Seth. He got so much criticism that he's just human. It, mm -hmm. it would be easy to do that. Now, Braun seems to be a bit more <laughs> aggressive and not it's, it's, you know, and I think honestly, I think he was trying to. And this is me just sort of speculating here. It was a wrongheaded attempt to maybe uh, 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 pump up a moss a little bit. Hey, we did a great job. Who needs all these little flippy flyers when you have a couple of monsters like us? Well, you know, maybe keep that private between you and a moss. You well, also, you can pump up yourself, pump up a moss, yeah. put over your match without yeah. talking down to, to other styles of wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Braun, he's he's what, 6'8", 300-something mm-hmm. pounds, moves well for a guy his size. Yeah. Uh, put on an entertaining match with Amos at Crown Jewel. Uh, obviously, yeah. based on how Braun has spoken, he appreciates his approach to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, there is a spectacle involved when you have two massive individuals in the ring uh, uh, in a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, that's not the end-all, be-all of professional wrestling. Yeah, I know, I know. There's a yeah. variety. Of, yeah. uh, embrace the variety of wrestling. Yeah, You know, no, there's something I, for everybody. I, yeah. No, man, I agree. I agree. Um, but uh, but I don't know. Those those sort of dudes, maybe they're just built a little bit differently. I mean, I you know, I've seen plenty of Braun social media posts. He's just wired differently from dudes like you and I. And that stuff might happen from time to time. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully he's able to make the proper amends if anybody was was too offended. Yeah, there. anybody was know. upset enough uh, to say yeah. something to him. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, let's move on from that. This is... Kind of interesting, with the exception of a few pictures that fans have posted on the internet of <clears throat> the only one I've seen is CM Punk jogging. I That's saw another only... one where someone I thought took a selfie with him or something like that. Oh, really? Where he I had the I... he had the arm brace on. Did he have his dog too? I don't remember. Was that a different if, one? If okay. Larry was there or not? I think I've seen that one. Anyways, uh, so beyond that, it's been pretty much all quiet on the Phil Brooks front until now. Did he show up on WWE's main event show in anticipation of a call-up from AEW? No. Mm. He did some MMA commentary last night for Cage Fury Fighting Championships. Hands. Something he used to do between the lulls between his stints in the WWE, UFC, and AEW. No mention was made of AEW, although he did make one comment that could be considered a reference to Brawl Out when he was doing the intro. Guy said, hey, it's great to have you here, CM Punk. And he said, I've missed you. I've missed the crowds. I've missed the fights, but tonight I'm not going to do that. And he had one of the little trademark smirk, smirks on smirk. his face. Yeah. A little yeah. smirk. Like, he yeah, didn't I have the arm brace that. on. Yeah, I didn't notice Unless that. Unless it no. was under his, he had a really nice like maroon mm-hmm, burgundy yeah. colored suit. It was a bit Ron Burgundy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, letting his hair grow out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, mean, he, it, I don't think he did much of this during his year-ish run in AEW that I recall. Oh, the commentary? Yeah. I don't recall him doing that at all. So, you know, time, he did but... he did it, you know, after his his two fights in UFC, this that was doing right. commentary for this promotion was kind of mm-hmm. his his you know, his his job in the MMA world. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, as far as I know, he didn't do much if any of it after he came back to AEW. <coughs> so, yeah. I mean, I guess in that sense it's easy to make the assumption that, well, he didn't do this while he was working with AEW when he broke his foot. Therefore, now he must not be working with AEW anymore, you know? It was also noticeable, like in one of the write-ups that I was looking at for this, it was the one on cage side seats. We'll put the link in the description. Mm-hmm. They had noted that uh, Matt Jackson attended a Lakers game, and when they put him on the screen, it said AEW yeah. Yeah. wrestler, superstar, whatever they refer to him as. Uh, and in this case, obviously, they made no reference to AEW. Nope. So, you know, if, if you want even more double, triple, quadruple confirmation that Phil ain't coming back to AEW, this might be one more little piece of evidence. Uh, but uh, but it also indicates that he doesn't plan on being a hermit. He doesn't yeah. plan on or maybe he's waiting for his settlement and he decided not to go to J.G. Wentworth uh, yeah. <laughs> to get cash now. Yeah, to get cash now. Uh, but I kind of feel like it's more like, hey, 
I want to keep doing stuff in the public eye. I want to have a presence in the media in some way, shape or form, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because, you know, uh, maybe, you know, I don't know if, if I had if I had, if I had staged a, a brawl out press conference like the one we saw, I'd be like, oh, I'm not showing my face in public. I am tired of that. I'm, I'm old. I'm yeah. Tired. All that stuff. Yeah. Sure. You know, the rest. Uh, you know how the rest so, of that goes. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Same time, you know. Uh, I'm guessing this is something he enjoys doing. Seems like it, yeah. And, you know, I'm guessing sitting at home, rehabbing an injury, a lot Mm -hmm. of downtime. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe he wants something to do. Probably just likes being in that world. Yeah. You know, it's like the the atmosphere. It's probably good for the soul to... Go out and venture forth into something that you find interesting. Mm -hmm. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You know, it's like I've considered doing comic book conventions again, but I don't really have any new comic books because who has the time to do anything, man? You know, so I'm not going to do that. But I like I always like doing it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Lost a lot of money doing it, but I always like doing it. You know, you had fun. Yeah. I had fun. And you can't put a price tag it. on fun. Well, I mean, there's strip clubs. They have like entry fees and private yeah. dance fees and stuff. So, so on so you can actually do I that. guess into a, to a degree you can. Anyways. Um <laughs> sorry. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about Austin Theory's money in the bank cash in. And how uh, his failed cashing was pretty divisive, not only among wrestling fans, but seemingly, apparently, within those and WB as well. Um, Elias was on the bump earlier this week, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this is how he described the cashing before we get to um, 
Corey Graves comments about it. This is what Elias had to say about it. He said... I got it right here. Okay. He says, he says, I'm going to be honest here. I thought the whole thing was a little bit bizarre. First off, it's an open challenge. I, I want to go back and watch this. I've already I've only read the transcript. Yeah. This transcript, by the way, is from WrestleTalk. He says, first off, it's an open challenge. So what are you doing in the first place? Secondly, then he wants to use it on a random Monday, <laughs> random Monday Night Raw. If I was Austin Theory and I had money in the bank, I would have waited for a way bigger moment. Maybe somebody like Roman Reigns when they were vulnerable. I know Elias wasn't around when his brother was in WWE, but so maybe he didn't remember this. But Austin Theory tried that twice, and he got knocked out both times. Yep. But I just, I, I can see him sitting there as, with a smirk on his face, saying all this stuff. Oh, I I gotta watch this because <laughs> like it refers to it as a random. <laughs> yeah. He did it on a random Monday Night Raw. <laughs> didn't try to try it on the United States title. Elias, They're open challenge. I know. Elias is just fucking burying. He really bear, is burying the U.S. title. Oh, I love that. That is so. Well, good. he continues to say, "So, hey, I get pump. it." Oh yeah, there's more. Okay, Seth, he's resilient. He did it again. He came out on top. But as for Austin Theory, I think the whole thing's bizarre all around. So let's fast forward to the most recent episode of After the Bell, as Corey Graves' podcast, where yeah. he said he was furious. About oh, wow. how things played out at the end of Monday Night Raw. These transcripts are from Sports Kita. This is what uh, Corey Graves had to say. Quote, I'm, cu- I'm furious with how it all played out. I was furious uh, as it was unfolding before our very eyes, mere feet away from us as Theory strutted his way down. I think the world of Austin Theory, and I truly believe what Mr. McMahon was saying six months ago, this guy could be the guy. I understand things change. Everything has changed. Everything in our universe has changed in the last few months. I will say this. If Theory doesn't do something massive between now and Survivor Series, maybe it's time to worry. Uh-oh. And not in the long-term thing. Austin Theory is, what, 24 years old? The dude's going to be fine. Um, number one, you really need to clarify if you're Corey Graves. Everything in our universe has changed in the last few months. You should clarify you're talking about the WWE universe. Yes. Less people are led to believe that there is some sort of, you know, space-time situation happening there. Uh, Austin Theory himself did actually have some comments on Twitter uh, about his loss. He just says, I'll never stop, and that's all day. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, that's all day theory. Hashtag, oh. A-Town Down. Oh, my hashtag, gosh. Hashtag, the world is yours. No growth from this one incident, huh? You have to appreciate that. It, look, if this isn't totally in character, <laughs> then he's been told, like, I love the idea that Triple H is like, all right, listen, here's the deal. Uh, I'm doing my best Triple H impression. I don't do a very good one. He's like, Hey, look, here's the deal. Uh, I want you to have zero self. As a character, I want you to have zero self-awareness. And then then after that tweet, he posted up a picture of him and John Cena uh, having a face-off during that one episode that Cena showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So... Uh, so yeah, I look, I think that a Cena theory program would be just the thing leading into WrestleMania, but they really do need some storyline twists and turns with his character somehow, yeah. some way. I mean, if this current iteration of theory, this doesn't show any growth, doesn't add layers and has a match against John Cena, gets a win at John Cena. Cool. Good for him. You got a win over yeah. John Cena at WrestleMania at the same time. If there's no character growth, I still don't really care that much. He he needs to explain himself on Monday. He needs yeah. we need an explanation. We he needs to show some fire 
some some of this defiance that we saw. And we need, we, we need some self-awareness from the character of Austin Theory. Or or maybe the continued lack of self-awareness can play into a story, but at some at some point it needs to be a character who who has some amount. Yeah, I'll we need never, some character growth. I'll we need an arc here. I'll never stop, and that's all day. And it's, yeah, I forgot there's also a rocket ship emote next to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never stop, and that's all day. Rocket ship. A-Town. Damn. A-Town. Yeah, town, town, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's all day theory. Yeah, the I mean, it's, it's. I wonder, like, was there any pushback within WWE as far as carrying out this particular cash in, or like, Dude, I mean, regardless of who pitched it, you know, obviously it's Triple H approved, but you know, there's a whole room full of writers, and if someone pitched it, and you know, what, what was the what was the were the discussions? I would love to think. I would love to think that they got the little writer's room going and somebody's like, look, this guy needs to be humbled in a big, big way. Let's have him cash in during an open challenge for the U.S. title. And so every YouTube thumbnail that you see from that point out is going to be, this is the worst thing. He's a piece of shit. They've buried Austin Theory. I would hope that there was a self-awareness in the writer's room as to how this would be perceived. Yeah, how this would play, yeah. Because then you can turn that around and say, yeah, he's been completely buried. That's when you got to work your way back up. I will say, though, if that was if that was the pitch and the pitch that was approved in the writer's room by Triple H, someone needs to relay that overall sense to Austin Theory so his first tweet isn't, all, you know, and I'm gonna do that all day because I'll never stop. And that's all day. Yeah, right? I'm never gonna yeah. stop. That's all day. Because if if the the idea was that was rock bottom for Austin Theory, then that's how he needs to play that moment. We didn't we didn't see him sell that moment at all at the end of Raw. Oh, I know that was. It really didn't feel like his story, did it? Like no. it was just. It, it, was it just felt like, like yeah. it felt like Seth and Bobby. Seth's yeah. baby face now. They're turning Bobby heel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Theory was just like. Yeah, the a means to make all that happen. Yeah, and if that's it the will, case, it yeah. definitely does feel like. If that's the case, it feels like then. All right, we'll just get this off our hand. We won't, we won't have to worry about this now until next spring or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily, and could be could be wrong, but just based on that in the tweet, maybe they don't have anything in place for Austin Theory next. No, maybe they were impossible. just like, we just need to rid ourselves of the specter of Money in the Bank because he ain't mm-hmm. cashing in on Roman. Mm-hmm, yeah, successfully. Yeah. Um, so let's just do something, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe down the line, if we come up with a story idea for theory that could we could use that moment, cool. But right now, let's just hit the reset button and move on. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It'll be look. I mean, the one thing that Triple H has been relatively decent at doing, <clears throat> and and look, you that this might be that it might be you could call it creative missteps or. Or maybe just drawing like I've always I've always mentioned, well, you know, he came up in the attitude era. His I mean, his his, his peak was obviously with ruthless aggression during mm-hmm. the reign of the, the reign of terror, whatever you want to call it. But he came up during the attitude era when Vince Russo would do stuff simply to get people talking. Mm-hmm. Now in WWF, Vince Russo had some ideas that had to be filtered through Vince, and then you got some of the some of the better aspects of the attitude era. Some of the not so great aspects of the attitude era as well, um, and we saw how that culminated when Vince Russo didn't have Vince McMahon around in WCW. Yeah, but in WWF, 
you know, you would do things like title changes one day and then the next day at the pay-per-view, you'd have the, the same title change go back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a way to get people talking. Um, and it got it, it was a way to get people to tune in. So I don't know. Maybe this is just an idea of like, okay, we want to get rid. Like you said, we want to get rid of the specter of money in the bank. Let's do it in a way that people are talking about it. Let's do it on a random Monday Night Raw because, other, you know, we're up against football right now. We want to get people talking. Mm-hmm. Whether it's it's good or bad necessarily it can be up for debate amongst them. Let's not do something so bad that people yeah. like tune out, but. Maybe it'll bring more eyeballs. Like, oh, what what is Austin Theory going to do next? Besides, I'll never stop. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, know. we know what he's going to do. He's never going to stop. And, and that's all day. And that's all day. And that's all day. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. and, and I'll kind of dovetail to this, because this is something Melser mentioned in the newsletter about how uh, Nick Khan is using his connections in Hollywood. He was a former agent um, to bring a lot more star power to WrestleMania to get more eyeballs on it. You yeah. know, which is, historically speaking, something WB has always done. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with Mania being in LA next year, you know, uh, WrestleMania goes Hollywood and all that type of stuff makes sense. They would kind of double down on that approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting with Triple H. You know, you think of him more as the pro wrestling guy mm-hmm. yeah. based on what he did in NXT. Not to say that he doesn't do sports entertainment. If you watch his his career, you know that's the case. Um, it's just interesting seeing kind of this approach that he may have had in NXT dovetail with kind of what. WWE in a larger sense has been doing for 40 years and trying to mm-hmm. find a middle ground that it kind of retains the feel of what main roster fans are used to mm-hmm, yeah. while still also uh, allowing wiggle room for Triple H to kind of put his stamp on it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, it, it's uh, granted, it's a feeling out process, you know? Sure. Yeah. We're still learning find that what, middle ground. Yeah. What, you know, what Triple H on main roster is, uh, is, is, is all about. And it's a sort of feeling out process, as, as you said. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, let's talk about Impact Wrestling. Uh, we have a new digital media champion. Say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. The it's the right call. Yeah. It's totally the right call. Not, no, no disrespect to Brian Myers, but you know he and Cardona go after the tag titles. You think this might be an indication that they're going to get those tag titles? Uh, I, if nothing else is an indication that we're supposed to think there's a chance they get the tag titles. Yeah, I mean the the when is over? Oh, there's one more. There's a go home episode before over. It's a week from no. today. It's a week from today. Oh, that's right. So there's no. Oh yeah, there is one. More yeah, there's one more. Okay. One more go home. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. It's I don't possible. Know. I yeah. guess. I'd love to see that. I like Heath and Rhino; they're fine, but I'd love to see the ma- have the major. Do, do you know have the major brothers won the tag titles in Impact? I don't recall. I feel like they should. If they I'd haven't, like they should. That. Yes, agreed. It'll. It, well, I guess it just sort of depends on. I mean, it's Impact. They'll have title change. Well, they had a title change this week. They they'll have a title change on yeah, Overdrive. They'll, they'll do whenever. They'll, they might yeah. have. Speaking of a title change, it might happen at Overdrive. Masha Slamovich return. Yeah. To attack Jordan Grace after mm-hmm. Jordan and Giselle Shaw put on an awesome main event. Oh, that was Masha's back. Uh, if there is a bout between the two in overdrive, I'd be pretty surprised if Masha didn't win it. Especially if it's some sort of extreme rules type match. She brought the chairs out. Maybe it's going to be something like that, which could, uh, which could benefit her. Um, you know, with her sort of ex- the, the extreme nature of Masha Slamovich, even mm-hmm, her name, mm-hmm. she's so good. She well, recently got she got a win over Jordan Grace at P- the PWG that's show. That's true. I wonder if they'll reference that on TV. Um, yeah. You know, the story they were going 
with their first bout was, and Jordan said it in the promo before their matches, mm-hmm. is you've had a lot of success really early. You haven't learned from defeat. Mm-hmm, yeah. And now I guess the time comes to see what Masha has learned from losing to Jordan Grace and if what she has learned is going to lead her to victory. Yeah, yeah. She's learned uh, chairs are very effective. Yes. <laughs> I, I get the feeling that's the case. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it looks also like we might have seen the, the the last of Chelsea Green and Impact for now, at least, mm-hmm. uh, after failing to uh, retire Mickey James. And I'm glad I, I like that they had the knockouts title as the main event, but this could have been the main event as well. It was a really stellar matchup between uh, uh, Mickey James and, and Chelsea Green. Um, she uh, was seen leaving the venue, and she was uh, stopped by Deanna Perrazzo, her tag team. Uh, partner and vexed and she was like hey uh, where are you where are you going she's like couldn't get the job done i'm going home Mm -hmm. so man you know as uh, there's been obviously there's been rumors about her going to uh to wwe yeah she spoke about it too mm -hmm, yeah i think that'd be awesome because she never really got a fair shot then well she had she got injured um and uh and so she never really saw what they could have really done with her I remember she talked about you know having to wait outside Vince's office for like hours on end. So hopefully they treat her quite a bit better there now that Triple H is in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really love to see because there has been moments of her and Cardona together as a team that are just outstanding on the indie circuit in GCW. Yeah, there's been some that have been like that one match of the GCW New York show. Oh yeah, the uh, that was the really really show. really overindulgent. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, but that being said, as a team and, and what Cardona's doing right now, and she's always been great. She's, oh, yeah. She was great in Impact when she was doing the hot mess stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see. I'd love to see them together in, in WWE. And I think he recently spoke on that too. I forget where he, he gave a. Yeah, he said he didn't want to do the Zack Ryder stuff anymore. But. Right. He says I want to go in as Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. And dude, he's he's made the name for himself, and he's infinitely more interesting oh, yeah. doing what he's doing now. Um, I'd love to see that. I'd, I think it works so well in WWE. Yeah, it would. It would. It'd be interesting to see how, you know, because like especially his thing at GCW is that he was very sports entertainment. Yeah. You know, um, and like the, the, the match at, at, that you mentioned, New York one, that's what it was. It was overbooked. Yeah. It was a, like the, the most overindulgent sports entertainment mess of a match you can imagine. It was, yeah. Um, and how he could utilize something like that. Cause that's his thing now. Yeah. In WWE, which is the home of sports entertainment, like is he going to mm-hmm. double down on the concept of sports entertainment to such a degree that it's like surreal? Yeah, 
Yeah. Absurdist, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot that he could play with there, especially with Vince having recently left. There's a lot of stuff that he could, I think, have a lot of fun with there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but no, I mean, you know, I, I don't mean to steal the spotlight away from Chelsea Green. She was, uh, she was uh, pretty phenomenal in uh, in Impact. Uh, I mean, dude, you know, I, I always remember at Starcast we were sat next yeah. to her, our table. She showed up and like she legitimately has like massive amounts of charisma. Yep. Like she yep. is, she like sort of steals the room wherever yep. she goes. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'd love to see her in WWE, but whatever she chooses to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she'll, she'll do pretty well for herself. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That, that, that when she sat next to her table at Starcast, just, yeah, absolute delight. Just mm-hmm. yeah. tons of charisma, just super just pleasant, like, just like star power, you know? Yeah. And like, she was the super pleasant, she was talking yeah, to everybody. She was, she was talking cool. to us. Like she was yeah. really outgoing. It was awesome. A couple of pieces of crap like us. She was talking to, given mm-hmm. the the time of day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kicked off with. I believe in Joe, Joe Hendry versus Brian Myers. Hendry kicked off with a promo. Said the World Wide Web can be a scary <laughs> place. I like that he said World Wide Web. No one says that anymore. <laughs> Last time I heard that, it was dancing to a roll. I was watching Bill Gates dance to the Rolling Stones. Stop me up. <laughs> anyway, he says the World Wide Web can be a scary place. So when you're the digital media champion, you have a responsibility to inspire. For Brian Myers, you sell dolls. Joe Henry, on the other hand, he'll be a force for good. You'll see the entire comment section say, we believe. And what they believe in is 252 pounds of pure motivation. This is the answer to all of life's problems. They'll believe in Joe Henry. The crowd's really into that. He's so good at this. So, of course, there's a bit of overbooking stuff here. Matt Cardona, of course, accompanied Myers to the ring. Uh, Uh... and uh, and Hendry steps up to Cardona at one point. He backs away, but then Heath and Rhino come out to the ramp. They all take on Cardona. They all brawl backstage. And then uh, uh, Myers hits Hendry with an implant DDT. Hendry kicks out of that. Myers goes for the roster cut, but Hendry is able to counter with a standing ovation to get the win and is your new digital media champion. Like you said, makes all the sense in the world to have this title. Yeah. If there's anybody, like maybe in all of wrestling, that should have this title right now is Joe Hendry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Giselle Shaw and uh, Jai Vidal backstage. So Vidal's been working on a video for Giselle. And and Giselle says, well, it better be good because I'm going to blast it all over social media. So then Vidal says, uh, well, only one clip is missing, and that's you holding the knockouts title. Check it out. And and uh, Vidal plays it. And so it's, it's, it's a pretty standard montage with voiceover, but then there's interview clips. From mm-hmm. other things, mm-hmm. other other you know like video packages is talking about other people. So whenever mm-hmm. there's a, a spot where a name is mentioned, it's overdubbed Giselle Shaw. Yeah, it's like you know maybe some of it. Just for example, might have been from Raven's recent Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, where they do the video where they interview people about him, and so it's like Sammy Callahan saying. Oh man, if it wasn't for and then you hear Giselle Shaw, but clearly yeah. he's saying somebody else's yes. name and it's Jai Vidal's voice. Uh, you know, so it was it was very cleverly put together. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. damn funny. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, after that we had a violent by design video package. Uh I, so one of the questions I always had about their other video packages were there like where Eric Young would repeat words. Mm, you know, yeah. he'd say it and then they'd put it back in. You wouldn't see his mouth move, yeah, but it'd be some echo or reverb on it just to add some impact 
yeah, if you will, so certain speak. certain points in the promo. But here, at this on random occasions, you just say a word twice. No added audio effects. <laughs> they did, yeah, they got a little lazy with the editing here. They did. So you say like the revival, revival of violence. Did he? Upon did us. he? Did he see this like on Thursday and was like, "What the hell?" They didn't Where's my reverb? Fun. Where's my reverb? Where's my echo thing? Yeah, so he goes, said, yeah, so Violent by Design becomes stronger, more powerful, and then Khan uh, says, the dawning of a new era of violence is upon us. Alan Angel says, before this, I was in a dark place, but now, violence. Uh, Eric Young says, uh, I tried to open Sammy's eyes. I tried to explain the truth, but Sammy doesn't want to see clear. Uh, he found out firsthand what it's like to be on the wrong side. This world belongs to violence. This world belongs to violence. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, they replaced the uh, the guy in editing with violence. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but, vi- but violence never really took any classes on how to edit. No, no. Didn't take any premiere classes. No, none. Uh, anyways, after that, we had uh, Trey Miguel versus Mike Bailey. Again, whenever there's, honestly, either a Mike Bailey or a Trey Miguel match. Stop what you're doing uh, and watch it. Right, exactly. You know, uh, and this was phenomenal. And this was kind of, this was interesting, man. It's like, you know, Kenny King came in with Honor No More. And I can't think of anybody that that was done more of a disservice to than Kenny King, because in this, you know, he sits ringside uh, or I'm sorry, he sits on the, you know, on the, on the ringside of the barrier uh, and he gets some popcorn. Mm-hmm. So he's watching it. But then, of course, he ends up wonking the finish. There's a plenty of match in here, which is great. Yeah. But he ends up sending, I think, Trey Miguel into the ring steps. Yeah. To get Bailey DQ'd. Yeah. Right. So it's a DQ finish. And then later on, we get a promo from him like, man. They never got. They never did this stuff with him, and I don't know more. He was just sort of along with them, complaining about whatever they used to complain about. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad that he's that he's sticking around, and we get to see. Look, I've I've never really been exposed too much to Kenny King, so it's good to see that I get I get to see that now. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really good. He's really yeah. good, and yeah, happy that he's getting an opportunity to showcase what he can do. Um, kind of surprising that Bailey didn't make it to the finals. So, but it's looking like we're probably gonna get Trey Miguel versus Taurus. I guess you yeah. got to assume Trey Miguel is going to be the favorite here. You would think so. You I'd be, would think I'd be so, ecstatic yeah. if Taurus won the the X division title because Taurus that'd be pre- that'd be pretty crazy. But like, yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah, Taurus is great. Taurus but is yeah. great. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. They they probably just think, hey, we got some big plans for Bailey versus Kenny King as a as a feud. Mm-hmm. So we it doesn't need maybe it doesn't they think they're thinking it doesn't need the title. That's I mean if, if you think about it, it's not like Bailey while he was X Division champion had a ton of actual feuds. It was just every week he'd take on just, new challengers. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. awesome. So maybe they just think, hey, Trey Miguel kind of guy, every week you can watch you want to watch a Trey Miguel match. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the title just for that. Doesn't really need feuds. And, you know, Bailey's gonna go on to bigger, better things anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh then we're backstage, Death Dolls. Or talking. Rosemary tells Jessica that defeat isn't that huge of a deal. We've all fallen in combat. And Jessica says, but that was my first loss, and I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like nothing even matters. And Rosemary says, oh, yes, the first loss is always difficult to deal with. And Taya says, well, maybe you need a drink. And Rosemary says, no. What Jessica needs is fire, something to fuel everything that's making you upset. Next week, Tasha will be your target of revenge. And Jessica sighs. <sighs> okay. And so she walks away and the Rosemary's like, whoa, whoa, where are you going? So Jessica comes back and says, maybe I do need a drink. And she leaves again. And then Rosemary looks over at Ty and Ty just shrugs. 
Rosemary needs to understand Jessica a bit more. You know, not everybody understands the philosophies of the undead realm. You know, sometimes you just want a PBR, which we saw later on. Yes. With Jessica Havoc. Sometimes you just need your friends to, to let you be you. Mm-hmm. Is the thing. Uh, anyways, after that, we had that aforementioned Kenny King promo. He says, uh, uh, when I woke up last week, I had every intention of becoming X Division champion. He says, uh, but it didn't happen. But in the ring with Bailey, I saw something. So tonight I wanted to get a closer look, and guess what? I saw it again. I could see something behind the mullet and the politeness. I still want that X Division title, but I can't get there until I get past Speedball. That'll be a good feud. That'll yeah, be that'll good. be a good. That'll be a good one. And, and again, you know, it's sort of adding a little bit of dimension to to Speedball, who up mm-hmm. until now has just been sort of like cool wrestler who's taken awesome on all match comers. Machine, guy. Yeah. Awesome match machine. Yeah. Most consistent match machine of twenty. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> so then we got uh, Bupinder taking on G Sharp. Now we'd seen G Sharp at the L.A. Fight Show. You watched that is house. true. Yeah, I saw. I got to see him uh, in person at the one that I went to as well in L.A. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great to see him here. Yeah, uh, Bupinder gets the win with a gargoyle spear. Really, a showcase match for Bupinder. Mm, yeah, get him although, back on track. Although G Sharp got a little bit of offense, in, so that's cool. Yeah. I like G Sharp's ring attire. It's very me Kill too. Bill-ish. You know, it's yeah, cool. Me too. It's got the, anytime you put black and, and yellow together, it looks really cool. Anyways, uh, after that, we had a Heath and Rhino promo. Got feed my kids. They said they were ready for the major players. They heard Cardona and Myers talking the other day. Myers sucks. He just lost the digital media title. They have the uh, we have the upper hand. We've got the upper ground, the, the higher ground, the high ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhino looks off screen. Uh, walks towards Josh Alexander. Guess what? <laughs> they want to give him where their opinion. And on top of that, he also has to sit them, sit through them telling him that they know that everybody else has given their opinion. And uh, and so they do that. And Rhino says, I've known Bully for over 20 years. He's a real piece of shit. So it's gone beyond scumbag. To now, he's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Alicia Edwards is walk, walks up to Jessica, asks, are you okay? And uh, Jessica says, yeah, I've, I've been reading this great self-help book. And it was, uh, I mean, ODB was on the cover. Mm-hmm. I think it was ODB's uh, probably autobiography. Oh, all right. And it says, uh, in, you know, it says inside, just keep drinking. So um, she thinks she's going to go to Thunder Down Under and see the real Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. Talking about the the show in Vegas, Thunder Down Under. Yeah. So then Alicia walks off, uh, steps up to her husband Ed Edwards. It's like they haven't talked in two weeks, <laughs> and she says, "I'm really yeah, concerned yeah, about your sit down interview." And Eddie's like, "What are you concerned about?" <laughs> he said, "It was between you or Honor No More. Honor No More is over." Yeah. And Alicia says, "I think I know you better than anybody. Uh, I know this isn't over." And Eddie says, I had one last thing to do, and I did it. I buried PCO with him, buried Honor No More. Now it's just us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so according to this, PW Insider back in June reported that ODB has finished the work on her autobiography. Oh, cool. So I, I'm assuming that's what's coming Yeah, that out would make soon, sense, Although yeah. I can't find the actual thing. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, I like, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, I don't. I can't really think of a time that I've gone a week without talking to my wife, uh, especially about stuff like that's pretty important and heavy. Yeah, it's about uh, like you know the the fate of the marriage, right? Exactly. Yeah, 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, he killed a man, buried him in the desert. You know, maybe here's a, here's a thought. Although maybe Ed Edwards drove out to the desert. Car broke down. You know, it's pretty remote. He had to walk back. Oh yeah. Depending how far outside of uh, the Vegas city limits he is, that could take a while. Yeah, that that's possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was walking. You know, like sometimes when you're out in remote areas, you don't get good cell phone reception. That's that's a it's pretty thin, man. I'll be honest, that's pretty thin. I'm trying to think of some explanation, dude. I just think that he's like, hey, man, I'm going through some stuff. I'm gonna go to a motel. <laughs> he's, like, like, he, here's the thing: he I goes know. home, he just goes in the garage, and he's out there playing video games all week. Pretty much. He's like, I killed a man in the desert. I don't want to. I know that like wives are protected because of whatever, but like they don't have to testify against their husbands. But still, the less you know, the better. Yeah. And she's like, Eddie, I, I watched it on TV, Eddie. I saw you kill a man. We all saw like, it. Here's the thing. PCO is already dead. Okay. So I just, if anything, status quo, man. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's if he's already dead. He's already dead. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. I think because he's like a Frankenstein guy. You just yeah. pump electricity and he just moves randomly, right? As we saw at the end of the show, yeah. He's not actually alive. No. Uh, so anyways, after that, Alicia Edwards. Oh, no, we already got that part. Uh, then we had Chelsea Green versus Mickey James. Uh, of course, during this match, Deanna Perrazzo, uh, after uh, a nasty ref bump. Was it before or after the ref bump? That she got kicked out from ringside? Deanna got kicked out at ringside. That yeah, was before the ref bump. Okay, that was before the ref bump. Uh, so where, where Chelsea's trying to kick Mickey and Mickey moves because the ref's right behind her and ref gets kicked in the head. Yeah. No, I was looking for, I was looking for when, uh, Deanna and I didn't Taylor really make it when she got, no, that's later no, that's on. Fine. So, so, so after yeah, that, she happened, got kicked out, but then came back out. After yeah. The yeah. Ref yeah. Bump, yeah. I yeah. Think. Cause yeah. then, cause Mickey goes to the top rope. Deanna runs back down to ringside, grabs Mickey by the feet. And then Taylor Wilde runs out and her and Deanna brawl up the ramp. Uh, Mickey hits Chelsea with the Thez press off the top. DDT covers. Ref still out, so she goes and tries to, you know, get the ref up. Chelsea hits her with an eye prettier. Ref gets up, starts counting the pin. Mickey kicks out, uh, and that all leads to Mickey sorry, uh, kicking or hitting, catching. Sorry, catching a top rope drop kick from Chelsea and rolling her up to get the win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the rodeo continues. You don't Indeed. think Taylor Wilde's going to be the one that retires? No. Her, it's going to be she's going to have a title bout, and she's going to lose that. Oh yeah, that's right. She's Either have to do a well, title probably bout. Masha at this point. You know what? It might be. It might be. Might not even be a title shot. It could be like Masha takes a title off Jordan Grace, and Jordan Grace at that point might be sort of above title. So you do Mickey versus Jordan Grace, and Jordan Grace is the one to retire. Could be. Yeah, I mean that's sort of a bigger deal than the title. I think. I mean, it could also be Deanna. You can also. Say Deanna is the one that retires her. That's a possibility. Story's yeah. there for that too. Well, yeah, Chelsea couldn't point. do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, uh, Macklin is banging on Scott Demore's office. Scott Demore wasn't really in this episode, was he? Tom, was he uh, Tommy all? Dreamer said he wasn't even there for that episode. Oh yeah, that's right. So there's no answer. Uh, Macklin's pissed off. He chucks a chair. Uh, Dreamer is back there. He's like, "Hey, whoa, what, what are you doing?" And Macklin's like, I want a match against Josh Alexander. Dreamer says, Scott Demore's not even here, man. He says he doesn't always give talent what they want. He says, you need to be a locker room leader. Lead by example. That pissed me off too, man. Oh, the nerve of Tommy Dreamer. And then Macklin's like, I don't want to be a leader. I want to be champion. And he says, you know what? You're a shell of what you used to be, which was kind of out of pocket. And then Dreamer says, you know, I'm going to talk to Scott Demore. I'll get you a match against me. Guess what, Dreamer? 
Then you'd be tagged and bagged. Yep. You lose. You lose. <laughs> you, lose. you lose that match. Uh, then we got Zicky Dice versus Bully Ray. So Zicky and Johnny Swinger go through the whole get the tables bit. They put a yeah, table on the ring and, and Bully is just watching. These guys are clowns. These guys are absolute sex clowns. So as soon as Zicky is done setting the table, Bully hits him with a bully bomb to get the win. And as Bully is posing for the A-cam to celebrate his victory, Moose sprints down to the ring, hits Bully with a low blow, sets up the table on the corner, and then spears Bully through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have a tables match at Overdrive. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Uh, after that, we had a Sammy Callahan promo. It's all ba- he's all Baston red light. It's very glitchy like, uh, too. Yeah, <laughs> shit's always on the fritz. <laughs> so he's like, I kind of like violent by design. This version's better and stronger than ever before. He says, "You, but there's a thing." And he's got, he's got. Oh, he does this here. He says, "But here's the thing." You've pissed off the death machine. And then he grabs one of the random Violent by Design guys, which he refers to as an NPC. Yeah. He says, there had never been an Eric Young versus Sammy Callahan match at Impact. And what happened? Violent by Design's idiot minions ruined that match. So he challenges Eric Young to another match. He says, well, I want to bash. No NPCs. Yeah. 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 He says, uh, he says, I want to bash Eric Young's brains in and make him a bloody mess. I want a double Jeopardy match. It's always these crazy matches with Sammy yeah. Callahan. Yeah. It's never just be like a normal catch-as-catch-can nope. match. Nope. I want a collar and elbow match. Uh, he's like, first you make your opponent bleed, then you can pin them. So it's a first blood, then pin match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Which is interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting concept. I like that. Because like the first blood mm-hmm. match is always like, oh, I accidentally got, you got bloodied up. Yeah, no. Which that sucks. Uh, then we got a Jordan Grace promo. Um, she says, um, I'm happy that Giselle Shaw had that picture of her printed out with the title because mm-hmm. after tonight she's going to learn the difference between holding the title and being champion. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we get that bit where Chelsea Green's leaving. She has her bag with her, and Deanna chases her down. She's like, where are you going? She's like, I was supposed to beat Mickey. I was supposed to retire her, and I didn't get the job done. And Deanna's like, well, where are you going? She's like, I'm going home. Yep. Uh, then we got a. This is a really well put together Frankie Kazarian video package, pretty much highlighting not only his history and impact, but what impact yeah. means to him and what he means to impact wrestling. Yeah, no, this is really, really well done. It's good stuff. Uh, and then we had a uh, G- the the main event, Giselle Shaw versus Jordan Grace. As you mentioned, this is a really, really awesome. good match. Awesome. Yeah, this, this is, is really good stuff right here. Uh, uh, Jordan Grace hit a vertebraker during this match. Giselle don't see that Shaw move very out of that. No, you don't. I don't like that move. I'll be honest with you. It's scary. I've only seen it done like super safe, like one time. Yeah, I think it was. It was like a retro. I don't know, forget where. No, it Cody's was. done it. Cody's done it. Yeah, it's always scary when he does it though. <laughs> I just like when they like it's like somebody because somebody did it. We saw it recently where they had him in line for it. And they basically just sort of <coughs> let them go. Yeah, and like let the person you know control the fall. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm a nay on that. I'm with Bruce Pritchard on that. No vertebrae. Too dangerous. I'm nay. Or on it looks too dangerous. It does. I know it is too dangerous. You got it right the first time, buddy. Uh, so anyways, Grace hits a Grace driver for the win. Then she walks up the ramp, title held high, poses with it, and then Masha comes from behind, 
blasts her with a chair, <laughs> just starts throwing a bunch of chairs right next to her. And then Jordan, uh, and then she hits Jordan with a snowplow on the pile of chairs and then holds up that knockouts title. Yeah. Oh, shit. I did not see this, this last part. Quick. This was super oh, quick. Oh, man. So this is it's, cool. It's, it's just a shot of desert, like dirt, lightning bolt, yeah. crashes, Whoop-ah. hits the dirt. PCO's hand shoots out from the dirt. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really cool stuff. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. What? Uh, looks like. Oh, crap. Hold on a second. What? What? I think we've got we got Triple H coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. On. So I'm I'm trying to prepare for that. All right. But like in preparing for doing this live on YouTube. What's up, YouTube, by the way? Hi. Uh I, I neglected to do a certain thing. Hold on. Uh, yeah, it's taking them some time. It's taking them some time to get in. I know. He's having some connection issues, huh? Oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That happens from time to time. I understand. It happened to me once when I was talking to him. And he thought I was just being weird, but no, there's sometimes connection issues happen. Sometimes that kind of stuff happens. It just happens, and all you can all you can really do is just yeah. kind of work with it. You can only work with what you're given, Steve. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh! I think he's zooming in now. Oh, I think all right. Zooming in. All right. Cool. I'm going to go do that very important paperwork. I mean, you think but here's the here's the paperwork. Here, this is just his picture right here. So he's he's zooming in here. He'll be in, in a second. All right. One second here. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to dip out. All right. Beep beep. Hello. Hello. Hi, Triple H. How are you today? Hey, Steve, it's Friday. Are you excited about Friday? Yeah. It's the best day of the week. Are you excited about Friday and tonight's SmackDown? Are, don't interrupt me. Are you ready? Yeah. What are you ready for? I didn't even say what, what was going on. Well, are it's always ready? an open-ended uh, question when you ask it. So. Are you? Don't interrupt. I was literally in the middle of explaining that you're trash. Hmm. Bad, bad move. I don't like that growling sound that's coming out of your dumb face. I don't like any of that. Uh, hey, can, can I ask you for something, Triple H? Nope. Not oh. going to happen. Whatever it is, you can't have it. What All do you right. want? What All do right. you want? Oh, I'll just see. Do you want to do, do a duet in the triple, on the uh, DX theme song with me? A duet? Yeah. Like sing a song? Yeah. No, that sounds horrible. Never. Here, I can no, start. Never. Dun, dun, dun. Break it down. This is what Jeffrey used to make it, man. Break it down. No, stop doing it. I can't, hold, I can't help myself. Break it down. It's big man, and Triple H, Triple H, and Heartbreak Kid. Okay, listen, stop it. There we go. God damn it. All right, what do we? What can we expect from SmackDown tonight, Triple H? Oh, this is going to be huge at the top of the second hour. Records on the line as the Usos defend tag team gold against the New Day. Do you think that should be the main event? I'm not sure. Absolutely. I thought it was going to be the SmackDown World Cup fun to begin tonight. Cool. I'm that's all, That's also happening. It's the Usos versus the New Day at the SmackDown World Cup. Wait, no, I got I got my, my wires crossed here. That's not going to happen. Mm. Who's in the World Cup, do we know? Well, I think there's one match announced. Hold on, don't interrupt me. I'm oh, asking sorry, Hilton. I thought you were asking me a question. Hey, Hilton, do you know hey, Hilton. who's in the SmackDown World Cup? Yeah, he's an Emmy winner. He knows what he's doing. He also said that you're trash. Well, I wouldn't. He's not. He a, said, Lars, don't interrupt. He said Larson's even bigger trash. He's not He's not really a good source on that. Yeah, he's kind of trash, too. All right. It's also, Santos Escobar takes on Shinsuke Nakamura, the king of strong style. You know, I let him go do that great Muda match. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. The forbidden door is open. Uh, it's very exciting. You know what I'm doing to the forbidden door? 
I break it down. Triple H and Billy Gunn. Crotch chop and do the thing. Also, a new a new challenger to SmackDown Women's Champion Ronda Rousey is getting to be determined in a six pack challenge. Did someone say six pack? Six pack. I got everything I ever wanted. You're dealing with the X Factor. Who's going to be in the six-pack? Who's going to be in the six-pack challenge match? Yeah. Oh, I didn't write down. It was on WB.com. I, I know it was like Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, Liv Morgan's in it. Liv um, Morgan. It's Liv, Raquel, Shotzi, Sonya, Lacey Evans, and Zion. Yes, that's correct. Uh, let's see here. Who's waiting? I'm trying to read those names again. I don't know. Oh, oh sorry. Close, like, Shotzi. Close the tab. Uh, oh, there's Lacey Evans. All right. Uh, Sonya Deville, Liva. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be. I got to figure that out. All right. Yeah, you know what? I didn't know who it was going to be. Break it down. Triple H and the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, I have another idea. How about this one? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. One time. Is this thing on? Get it in my time. My time. All right, oh, I got to go. Fun, Triple H. Hey, I man, that go. was awesome. Thank you so much, Triple H. It wasn't awesome. It was not awesome at all. And you just ruined the entire thing. Now, you're even worse than you were when I walked into this conversation. Oh, because that's you, tried, you tried to suck my butt, all right? <laughs> you had me bricked up from all these theme songs, and then you tried to suck my butt. And I don't like to be butt sucked. So, uh, you know, that's where duty comes out of. And so... Uh, I'm going to leave this call now, but remember, now, forever, you're trash. Break it down. What's up? Man, how'd it go? How'd it go? Great. I had a blast. Really? Yeah. We sang sang the DX theme and his first Triple H theme together. Tons of fun. Oh, man. Did he call you trash? How did it end? Absolutely. That's kind of the par for course. I'm used to that. Okay. All right. All right. Well... That's that's great, man. That sounds awesome. It's like you're really making progress over I here. I feel like it. I feel like it. I'm trying Absolutely. to get him out of his shell. He's trying to be like you know real professional. I feel like, except then calls me trash. So I feel like if for I can some relate reason, to him as for a some human, reason, my my voice is completely trash right now. I yeah, no that happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we've got some questions here. Uh, first up, we got these questions by the way on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. That's correct. Uh, if YouTube has some questions, you want to super chat us, super chat us. Uh, uh, Twitch, if you guys want some questions, uh, you know what to do. Yes. David Matushak says, since Joe Hendry. I believe in Joe Hendry. Won the digital media championship. Do you think that the belt should sing alongside him through oh, any possible great. CG? No, don't do CG. Do the Conan O'Brien thing. Yeah, where it's like just the, the lips. Just someone else's yeah. mouth, and you just have a still frame of well, his the title. mouth, yeah. No, that's yeah. good. I like that. That'd be great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo says, uh, if you were to create an absurd gimmick match, what kind of match would you make? So I had mentioned this on an episode of Wrestle Juice. I'm going to have a bowling alley match where you have like a bunch of people like in a bowling league, and they're bowling. Mm-hmm. The match takes place on the lanes. Interesting. Yeah, so you have to be careful for all the bowl, the balls. How about uh, uh, AJ Styles is really fond of trampolines? Mm, trampoline, trampoline yeah. match. Tramp- oh, that's good. I like that. I mean, it's just backyard wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. And then they end up going up to the like a roof. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they do a roof spot. They always used to do roof spots there. 
Uh, oh, this is a great Gosh. question from Nikhil. This is a great question. He says, uh, hey, describe what Joe Blow would look like if you created him in 2K. Hey, hey, Joe Blow. What's his name? Joe Blow. What would Joe Blow look like? He would just be default, right? Yeah. 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 But like maybe a little bit overweight. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that was so bad. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, where should Nick Aldis go when he leaves NWA? <clears throat> retro. <laughs> <laughs> he should go retro. Uh, I don't know. Um, not AW. I feel like they have too much of that. They got to. They got to stop signing people for. for they got to stop signing a moratorium. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, the obvious answer is Impact. You know, his lovely bride is there, Mickey James. Uh, <clears throat> and I. And here's the thing: like Impact, they always have like a. What is it? A dearth? That means lacking, right? Yeah. Isn't dearth like a lack of? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. Got a, main they eventers. A dearth, yeah. They have a dearth of main event men's singles talent. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good call. Good call. Uh, Alex Foster says, instead of Sammy costing the Usos the belt, how would you guys feel if Sammy Zayn ended up retaining them alongside Jimmy? So Jay is out, and uh, and Sammy and Jimmy keep those titles i, I kind of <clears> like that idea i do uh, either i think is good because it advances story yeah right yeah so either option works for me mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely uh john fear and loathing will end on this one has going in raw stock suffered at all from the fake twitter accounts not that i'm aware of i has i did see before we started that some companies stock just completely tanked because oh, of like of oh fake. really yeah wow did you notice that like the only companies that had the new official check mark were just the ones that paid for promotions? Oh, really? That's what I know. And somebody mentioned that, and then I noticed that when I was scrolling, I didn't go to any like political figures to see if like they had the benefit of that either. But yeah, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's a mess. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks to our sponsor, Microdose Gummies. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, we will talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.